Good morning. I'm so glad you could be with me today in our Unfolding the Word study. As you know, we're in the midst of an, a break from our normal book studies, and for a number of days together, we're talking about the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus as a preparation to really celebrate Easter, the day of resurrection. I'm going to pick up our reading today in Luke chapter 22. We've looked at and spent two days looking at the triumphant entry, supposedly, of Jesus into Jerusalem on what's called Palm Sunday. And I've talked about some of the significance of that and the changing responses and different responses of people to that. Now, today, the week has unfolded. We're approaching the Thursday of that final week. And now the focus is a shift in attention on the part of Jesus to the Passover meal. And it's a time in which we'll see we discover the final Passover and the first communion. In Luke chapter 22, beginning in verse 7, we read this. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. And so Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us, that we may eat it. And they said to him, Well, where do you want us to prepare it? And he said, Well, behold, when you have entered the city... A man carrying a jar of water will meet you and follow him to the house that he enters and tell the master of the house, the teacher says to you, where is the guest room that I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large upper room furnished. Prepare it there. And they went and found it just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. And when the hour came, he reclined at table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And then he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We've seen this final week, the collision between the religious leaders and the Lord Jesus. We've seen that it marked a transition even among the crowds where they moved from enthusiasm into antagonism toward the Lord Jesus. Now we are entering the night of the Passover. The preparation for the Passover is taking place. Jesus looked at this particular Passover as having some special significance, and that's what I want to talk to you about today. In, Luke, in verse 15 of the passage I read to you, he says, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. This is something that was really going to be important to Jesus. The Passover always was, of course, but in a special way, this was a special one. Why? Because it marked the end and it marked a beginning. So let's look at the ending in the beginning to make sense out of this special night in preparation leading to the cross. Let's look at the ending issue first. This gathering together with his disciples marked an ending, and it was the ending of the Passover. The Passover had fulfilled its purpose as a teaching tool for the believer. The Passover, of course, is referring to that major holiday commanded by God for the Jews 
instituted in Exodus chapter 12. In Exodus chapter 12, the final plague was going to be visited upon the Egyptians. The death angel would visit and kill all of the firstborn. As protection for the people of God, however, there would be a passing over of that death angel, a deliverance from their potential accountability before the death angel through the shedding of the blood of the lamb, the Passover lamb. And of course, that would also lead to the deliverance ultimately from their slavery in Egypt. The Passover was all about the sacrifice of the Passover lamb. As the lamb would be sacrificed, the blood of the lamb sacrificed would protect and save the people from the death angel. However, it wasn't enough to merely have the lamb sacrificed. The people, Jews now, needed to take the blood that was sacrificed and then spread it on their doorposts, a major step that had to be done on their part. You see, there needed to be an application, not only an academic acceptance of what, G, what the Passover lamb was supposed to do. And a Jew could fail by, number one, ignoring the idea that a Passover lamb had to be sacrificed, or number two, ignoring the need to take the blood of the sacrifice and spread it on their doors. Well, that was the Passover lamb. This day, this evening, actually, would mark the beginning of that fifth day, the day of the actual sacrifice of the lamb. The Lord Jesus knew he was the true sacrificial lamb. He was our true Paschal lamb. So this Passover was special because he knew he was going to be killed sacrificed as the true Passover lamb during that fifth day. The day, in accord, according to the Jewish reckoning, began after sundown the previous evening. So, wow, Thursday's the fourth day. Thursday evening, past sundown, was now the beginning of the fifth day, and that was the day of the sacrifice, and the day in which the meal was held. It was special. It would be the last of the Passovers. And as he put it so plainly, no other Passovers would be done until he returned to the Millennial Kingdom. That was the ending, and that was partially why he earnestly desired to eat it with them, this Passover meal. But there was also a beginning going on here. It marked the beginning of another memorial, actually a vastly more important memorial, a vastly more important celebration. It was the beginning of communion. The bread and the cup now would represent to us the very death and bloodshed of the Lord Jesus Christ, the true Passover lamb, dying for his people. His blood not only would let the pass, allow the death angel to pass over them, but his death paid for sin. It delivered us from judgment. We moved from judgment into life because of him. And so in carrying out the last of the Passovers, Jesus changed the script that would have been read and followed for other people celebrating the Passover that day. He changed the script and now used 
the Passover to illustrate what was coming through his death and through the shedding of his blood, and as we'll come to see, through his resurrection. He did this and explained it to the, to the disciples so that they would understand it. And the disciples then would teach it. And so the disciples, and you and I, as disciples now, remember the Lord's death for us. Not on a Passover meal on the Friday or the Friday night or Thursday night, which was really Friday beginning of the day for the Jews. We don't remember it that way anymore. We remember it when we share in the Lord's Supper itself. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26, it says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This was an ending and a beginning. An ending of that which prefigured Christ's own body shed as our Lamb of God. And also a meal in which his body that was being sacrificed that day now became the communion in the Lord's Supper. Praise God that you and I can be part of a new and better memorial. We have a better sacrifice than the Old Testament Passover lambs. We have the actual Lamb of God. You remember John the Baptist in John chapter 1 and seeing Jesus tells his disciples, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And then later on he says, The Lamb of God. We have the Lamb of God. We celebrate not the remembrance of a lamb whose blood was shed to put on the doorpost to protect the Israelite people during the visitation of the final, the final discipline upon Egypt. Instead, we have the Lord Jesus, and we celebrate him together. And God now says, I want you to focus on this new memorial. I'm not saying there's never any role for us to think about the Old Testament Passover, of course we do it in the midst of teaching, but we don't celebrate it. Why celebrate the shadow? We celebrate the reality. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, shed his blood for us, died, and rose again. That's the celebration. That's the new celebration. That final supper was the ending of the old, the start of the new. Join me tomorrow as we continue in these preparatory studies as we begin to think about his death and then later his resurrection. God bless.